Hey guys, welcome to the We Ship It podcast. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for being here. On this podcast, Devin and I discuss our favorite and not-so-favorite ships. So on today's episode, we're going to dissect Hamlet and Ophelia from Shakespeare's Hamlet. Hamlet. This couple literally gives me anxiety. So of course, (laughs) let's talk about it. Let's do it. Hey everyone, I'm Devin. And I'm Steph. And welcome to the We Ship It podcast. Yes, today we are going to discuss the tragic sort of love story between Hamlet and sort Ophelia. Sort of love story. <laughs> from Hamlet, yeah. So these two had a courtship going on, and by the end, after Hamlet's going crazy bit, the two fell apart until eventually they both fell to their ruin. They certainly did. Um, but here's a brief summary in case you aren't familiar with this tale Mm. um if you are congratulations if you aren't (laughs) uh maybe go and read some Shakespeare and enjoy Shakespeare is important (laughs) or you can also probably find this on YouTube and just watch a version of it as well but regardless a brief summary um we first meet Hamlet as a young man whose father the king just passed away his mother a few days later married his uncle Hamlet gets approached Drama. by I know, right? <clears throat> Hamlet at the in the night gets approached by the ghost of his father who explains that his uncle killed him in order to become king and marry his mother. Awkward. Yeah. Um, from that moment on, Hamlet vows to make it his mission to kill his uncle or, and seek revenge for the death of his father. Mm-hmm. Throughout the play, we see Hamlet fall into madness trying to come up with a way to avenge his father. Some people believe he's mad because of his love for Ophelia, a girl that he had been courting previously. We see some awkward encounters between the two as he starts insulting her and pushing her away. After a while of this, Hamlet kills her father Polonius, and Ophelia descends into madness herself and ends up killing herself by jumping into a lake. When Hamlet hears of this, he professes that he always loved her. In the end, pretty much everyone dies. (laughs) That last scene, if you... Is insane. If you don't read anything about Hamlet, read the last scene because it is intense and it is boiling with just Mm -hmm. revenge and anger and passion and... It's ah, a lot. Honestly, that's like... So much happens. It really does. And that's the best way to put it. Like, pretty much everyone dies. That's kind of what happens. Everyone. Um, But yeah, so... Hide your wives, hide your children. (laughs) Hide your kids, hide your (laughs) wives. (laughs) Because everything... That's actually so funny. Um, Oh my gosh. No, but so Hamlet deals with a lot of pain and he's a super dramatic dude. Uh, As anyone who reads literally any part of Hamlet will hear. Um, But sometimes his heart is just not in the right place. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it is, but sometimes it's not. And this story encompasses so much more than just talking about romantic love. It talks about familial love and revenge and all these different topics. But we really wanted to dive deep into Shakespeare's portrayal of the relationship because personally I find it interesting. Yeah, it really is. Um, Yeah. No, yeah, it really is. And without further ado, let's get started. Let's get started. mm -hmm, Our first question. So how does Shakespeare treat women as a whole throughout the play and what is he saying? And you can ask this in a lot of different plays that Shakespeare writes. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about women? But in this particular one, what is he saying about women? 
So Hamlet begins the play as a shattered man who is disgusted by his mother's choice in marrying his uncle so quickly after the passing of his father. Um, in my research, I actually found some people said that he was like in his 30s. I'm like, really? Because really? I've always envisioned him to be in his teens. Mm, me or too. Like, or like, especially with the maybe, drama that he has. Or maybe like early 20s. Like I always envisioned him to be like a punky teenage boy who yep. can't control his feelings or doesn't know how to make choices so anyways moving on hamlet ultimately becomes distrustful of women after this deception and he curses all women gertrude and ophelia included when he Mm -hmm. says frailty thy name is woman essentially he says women are all weak when it comes to their romantic desires Mm -hmm. from then on the majority of the play shows hamlet and even polonius and the ghost degrading women for not having a mind, acting like angels when they are really demons, and disgracing God's creation by painting mm-hmm. their already beautiful faces. <laughs> what a funny line that is. I love <laughs> uh, In my small studies, I think Shakespeare does this to show his audience how women are used by men as pawns. Um, pieces to be used to gain more power or status or enjoyment, mm-hmm. but not as individuals in their own right. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily appreciate them for who they are. Instead, we degrade them more than they do themselves and oversee them in our own game of life. Sure. Um, so it's like a chess game and we just play it and we use them to our advantage. And I think that's kind of what comment the commentary that Shakespeare is getting at, but also maybe it's something else what do you think Steph yeah I think given how he talks about Hamlet's mother Shakespeare has a pretty cynical view of women um then again you know (laughs) Hamlet (laughs) yeah Hamlet seems crazy this entire play um maybe it's because of his own history like Shakespeare's own history with women I think it kind of is he's not I think it kind of is and it comes off in his character No, it kind of does. I think that's kind of true. And he ends up mourning Ophelia, though, which gives me hope that, like, he doesn't really believe that about all Mm -hmm. women. He's just sort of cynical about it. Right. But I think, you know, I think Shakespeare in in this particular case is commenting on what we would call in today's world, like, a trophy wife or a basic bee. (laughs) Like, (laughs) someone who after, you know, 10 minutes after her husband dies, doesn't give it a second thought and hops into bed, like, with his killer. Um, I think that he's commenting on like real, real women versus these fake women who women can be like, like evil basically in certain, like, like he compares them to demons and all this crazy stuff. Um, I, I think he's, he's comparing it though to the purity of Ophelia, especially in her, her death. Like, <clears throat> Ophelia ends up because that's why I have trouble just saying oh Shakespeare's just saying all women are evil I think I think because Hamlet was tainted by what happened to him and how his mother reacted like majorly he has this cynical view but then he realizes that not all women are truly like that through Ophelia but it takes her death to like come become clear to him yeah yeah maybe I, I so I don't think he's making like an overall comment on women maybe just most women <laughs> which um I really think it's humorous. Like, I think Shakespeare's just the way that he is so satirical without maybe half of his audience knowing that he's satirical, I think is. is And you have to think about like Shakespeare's writing these plays to be done and performed by an all men, all male cast. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, So he kind of has 
some fun with that as well i think I like think he does yeah. <laughs> these men blaspheming women in some senses i think that that's like enjoyable to him right manner. no exactly exactly um but yeah <laughs> next question you got it um do you think both hamlet and ophelia are at the same place in their relationship when the you play know, begins honestly i I don't. I, I think maybe they have like the same strong attraction to one another, but I think Ophelia sees more of a long term possibility with Hamlet as a couple, whereas Hamlet's more immature and he's too obsessed, like not necessarily with himself, but he's too obsessed with like his mission in life to to really understand what his faults might do to Ophelia. You know, she just comes across as a much more mature person than he does. And I think that's why it takes her literal death for Hamlet to realize that he loved her and should have treated her with with more love and respect because he really didn't. Um, and, you know, even if they did have a strong attraction in the beginning, all it took was him, like, jumping onto another bandwagon of ambition for him to just, like, <laughs> drop that shit. Right. Or d- just to drop her. So I was like, <laughs> I'm just not... I'm not Hamlet's biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I love the play. I love it. But he as a person. But either way, what do you think about them being in the same place? So I think they both think they are, but very quickly their foundation crumbles at their feet. Um, as audience members or readers, we get a very vague sense of their relationship at the start from both Hamlet and Ophelia's perspective. Ophelia is raving about how gentlemanly Hamlet has been and how much he flatters her. We get the sense that it's a beautiful, budding relationship. Mm-hmm. But when we switch over to Hamlet's perspective, and he's writing her letters and he says these pretty words and stuff, but mm-hmm. I personally don't see his true feelings for her. We don't get the action of it all because the only action we get is him a, um, bad naming her, bad nothing her, and um, like tearing her down in a sense. Um, right. <clears throat> and once the ghost comes into play, Ophelia gets put into the back seat for a while. So yeah, it's really- <laughs> complete back burner situation. I'm like, dude, like I understand you're angry, which right. actually we can talk more about like Hamlet's like his priorities as well. And if they're good or bad, he does not um, stack them well. No, he doesn't stack them well. But I mean, like I'll talk about this later, but it, it essentially it may show that he has more of an affection for his family than romantic love. Ultimately, like obviously he goes crazy, but I, I don't know. We'll his, see. Loyalty, his loyalty to his family is stronger than his loyalty to to his like love. somebody he just met. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> kidding. To his true love, essentially. Right, right, right. Sure, uh, sure. Quote unquote, as true as Hamlet can get. Um, but okay, next question: Why did Shakespeare, the king of writing lovey-dovey couples, you guys know we did a Romeo and Juliet episode. Um, why did he choose to have Ophelia be yet another enemy in Hamlet's eyes? Why does Hamlet kick Ophelia to the curb instead of asking her to help him? So maybe he wanted to try something different. Like I don't know. Um, mm. Shakespeare definitely puts a different spin on this relationship than say Romeo and Juliet. Um, Hamlet doesn't confide in Ophelia as he should, and he doesn't ask her to be a pawn for himself, but rather Mm -hmm. berates her for being one for her father. Um, Also, as I said earlier, Hamlet is not in the right place when it comes to women. 
Yeah. As his anger towards his mom rubs off on the entire sex. So he right. views her as an enemy, like a right. spy of sorts, and becomes even angrier with her for not reading into his I'm not really insane, it's all an act letter, as he meant right. her to. Um, I do think that if Hamlet would have teamed up with Ophelia, that events in the story would have played out better. But that's yeah. just my opinion. I mean... No, I I know what you mean. I, I think, kind of like I was mentioning before, maybe it shows the depth of the pain that Hamlet's in. Um, his difficulty with, you know, putting this revenge on the back burner to put priority on this love. I think maybe it shows that familial blood runs thicker than romantic love um, and that Hamlet and Ophelia, you know, maybe their love wasn't as as deep as his love for his father. Um, and who knows if that's like madness or if it's something to be admired, like his devotion to his father. But either way, um, it is this devotion that makes it impossible for him to do anything else like love Ophelia correctly. Um, I think maybe it shows the power and strength of Hamlet's love for his family, but it could also show his obsessive tendencies. Um, and, and that's sort of why it's interesting because in a lot of these other plays like Romeo and Juliet, the two of them killed themselves for, for because love. like rather than, <laughs> you know, be a part of their family for right. romantic love. But Hamlet... Hamlet puts this girl on the back burner and ultimately is the reason that she kills herself because he's seeking to avenge his father who was wrongfully killed. Even if Hamlet's crazy, his father was wrongfully killed. Correct. And perhaps he shouldn't be going and killing his uncle for it, but like, you know, you think he's there would angry. Be a be- you think there would be a better way to seek revenge than just killing him killing him (laughs) (laughs) yeah you would think so like maybe just be a brat your whole life like hamlet hamlet's annoying claudius enough as it is so just like continue being a brat and you'll give him enough (laughs) enough revenge there and end up dead in the process maybe but you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) well maybe (laughs) all right next question when the lover is feeling that he must make a complete break with his past why does it not occur to hamlet at once that he must give up his hopes of happiness and love. Okay, so again, I think Hamlet is immature. He dives full force into this revenge, but I don't think he grasps what he might lose by doing so. That's why we see so much torment in him. You know, that's why it takes him so long. And he has these like long monologues that are confusing because he's like not sure about his own worth and the worth of people around him and like (laughs) what he's doing. And in the end, he even says, why am I taking so long to to do this? Like, am I not justified (laughs) enough to do it? And I'm just like, that's why I think, you know, he doesn't fully grasp like in order for me to submit myself to this mission, I have to completely get rid of my love for Abandon Ophelia. My old That's self, why he drags sense. her along. Even though he puts her on the back burner, he drags her along. You know, he makes those weird comments at the play, like he's trying to seduce her, but like he's not trying to seduce her. And I'm like, bro, figure your crap out. Like, <laughs> seriously, if you're going to be, you know, a heavy-handed Avenger, You need to get rid of this feeling that's holding you back. And if you want to love Ophelia, you need to get rid of this this notion that you need to kill Claudius and, like, do nothing else in your life. Um, But what do you think, Devin? So for me, I'm not really sure. Um, You would think that that might have been the better course for him. I mean, the ghost tells him to make sure that his revenge for his father is his main course. It's right. his main concern. 
Um, but he tries to warn Ophelia with that letter. He doesn't make that clean break and instead tries to double dip his hand in both love and revenge. And it gets really messy for him. He essentially has to make the choice between his own happiness or his father's revenge. And when it, he can't make that choice, he fails to do both well. He kind of yep. just half, excuse my French, but half asses it in a sense. Like he doesn't put his full effort into one or the other. And that's ultimately why he dies. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, next question. So does Hamlet really fall in love with Ophelia or is he using her to avenge his uncle? See, I really do think that he has feelings for this girl, but he just gets so caught up in everything that he forgets about her and his sanity comes to question. Mm -hmm. um, as audience members, we are forced to ask ourselves whether he is teasing her or treating her so poorly to prove his act of madness right. is real. He is actually going insane or he's just a dirtbag and doesn't know how to treat women. I don't see him using her. I think the respect he has for her, however much that might be is up for you to decide, mm -hmm. um, doesn't allow him to stoop so low as to use her to take his own revenge. He doesn't use her as a pawn, as we said earlier. No. He sees it as this is his call to action and he must do this on his own. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't want to involve her into his plan, um, so he just leaves her out of it. And he tries yeah. to include her. He tries to make sure that she's aware that this is all a trick this is all fake but i mm -hmm. think he also gets caught up in it and we're forced as the audience to make that decision is he really insane or is he just playing this role yeah i you know i think he really does love her but i don't mm -hmm. think he has the capability to put love in first place mm -hmm. and you know i was just thinking about this because we recently just recorded our hamilton episode um I, I think i see strands of hamilton's struggle in hamlet's struggle as well like obviously hamlet's much more insane and has like a weird ambition <laughs> that he's trying to achieve whereas hamilton's right. trying to start a country um but you know hamlet's revenge much like Hamilton's ambition comes before love and it always will. He'll never be satisfied until he kills that guy. So it defeats the purpose of loving someone at all because you end up making mistakes and mm -hmm. hurting that person. Do you know? That's right. why when Hamlet ultimately saw killing Polonius as like, it was like a red hot rage moment where he's like, someone's behind there, I'm going to kill him. And so he killed him without thinking like, oh my gosh, this could be an innocent person, or even, oh my gosh, this is Ophelia's dad. Um, <laughs> he, he has no regard for it whatsoever. It's sort no. of like Hamilton's moment of like- He's just like, I'll take care of this, and he drags the body. Exactly, the he literally <laughs> drags the freaking body. He knows who it is, rather than going to Ophelia, like freaking apologizing. Uh, like He has he's no- He's like, I apologize for what I've done. I'll take care yes. of this. Don't he has no view of like a sane- he has no view of like a sane person who might respect someone mm -hmm. in a relationship. He, he All he sees is moving forward, um, getting to that end goal, which is killing his uncle, uh, which just... And if someone falls in the meantime, I mean... Right. That's just how right, it goes. Right, that's <laughs> the thing. And like, you know, that's why I think, yeah, he really loves her, but he doesn't hold much, he doesn't hold much esteem to love. He's not right. like this is important enough that I'll stop my crazy revenge story. He just like doesn't mm -hmm. care. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so that's what I kind of feel about that at least. Moving forward, um, what prevents them from being together? Why does Hamlet push Ophelia away? Mm. 
I think subconsciously, like not intentionally, because I don't believe Hamlet is this good a person. But I think subconsciously he might be trying to save her from the craziness that he's trying to do. Because I think he knows that he's going to die or he's going to make trouble and uh, by killing his the king. And that might, you know, put him in jail or whatever it is. He's he's not gonna he's not going down a normal path of life. So you know, it may be subconsciously. Yeah, he doesn't really he doesn't see the wanna... consequences of his right. actions. Like he's he just really going doesn't. to do them and then whatever happens, happens, happens. Afterwards. Exactly. That's why I think it's not intentional, but subconsciously he's trying to keep her out of it. Um, it could also be his complete submission to his role as the Avenger. I, I think, you know, it may not be the first thing on his mind um, that he's trying to save this girl, but his love to her can't take up any more space because he's pushed out all other thoughts than and, that of avenging. And that's something you brought up something like maybe he is in a sense protecting her, not consciously, mm-hmm. but subconsciously he's protecting her from what might happen. Um, right. But I don't even think he really involved. knows what's going to no. happen and he doesn't really give much regard to it. Um, and that's something that I don't respect Hamlet for. But at the same time, it's possible that he has his manly, like protective, like I'm keeping you out of this sort of thing just behind all that he's doing what do you think dev so from the get-go we see that polonius and laertes don't see hamlet and ophelia working Mm -hmm. Um, ophelia is torn between two contradictory poles her loyalty to her family or her love for hamlet laertes even claims that hamlet is merely a flirt as he says for hamlet the trifling of his favor hold it a fashion and toy in blood a violet in the youth of primy nature, forward, not permanent, sweet, not lasting. Mm. So he's like, this isn't going to last. It's just a brief moment. It's just going to be a breath of fresh air. And then you're going to realize that it's not what it's meant to be. Right. Um, and her father, Polonius, believes Hamlet is out of Ophelia's league. He's like, honey, he's a prince. <laughs> <laughs> Don't <laughs> you're not, touch that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not able to reach that far. <laughs> that is so sad. And honestly... <laughs> Can I just say I'm not a fan of Polonius? I don't like him oh, at all. Oh, he's so stupid. But I mean, that's so his role. He's so stupid. He, that's it his is. role. He's supposed it to be is. like the clown or whatever. of this. He is. But ultimately, but. like, you know, Ophelia and Laertes obviously are upset when their father dies. But I'm kind of not. Like, that guy sucks. <laughs> and the whole time he's like pushing things along without knowing he's pushing things along and bugging mm-hmm. people. And like, yeah, he's, that's he's kind of the one that stirs the pot. Yeah, I almost think it's a little funny when Hamlet kills him. Like, I'm sorry to say that, but like, <laughs> and even the way Hamlet does it, he's sort of just like, yeah, oops, I killed him. My bad. Oopsie. And then drags him out. I'm like, this is kind of funny. Um, and I think if it was a more lovable character, it would have been a more tragic scene. But he right. just kind of sucks. So. I think it depends on who plays him and how they pull it off. But mm-hmm. regardless, um, yeah, Polonius believes that Hamlet is out of Ophelia's league. He's the prince of Denmark, and he will have to think about his future and the future of his country, and Ophelia doesn't fit into that picture. Um, yeah, he, I also think Polonius doesn't want her to get with him. No. Because like, he's like, he's kind of crazy, dude. Yeah. And he will not have the time to waste with her. Um, his will is bound to his country and not with Ophelia. Right. Um, at least that's what Polonius believes. In regards to Hamlet's obstacles, he has his own revenge story to deal with. His subplot mm-hmm. with Ophelia has to wait for a later time. Like, it's not right. his, like we said, it's not his top concern. He's just going to put that over here in this box, and I'm going to focus over here in this box, and I will come and get, get you at a later time. Don't worry I'll about it. I'll pick you up later, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, moving on. So, 
In what way are Hamlet's insults to Ophelia at the play scene necessary either to his purpose of convincing her of his insanity or to his purpose of revenge? They do the job well. <laughs> whatever yep, <that's> their purpose. <laughs> whatever his deeper purpose is, he does it. If, <laughs> if it's for his revenge for her breaking up with him, accomplished. If it's to fully convince her of his madness, done. Like he does it all. <laughs> I think it also like it convinces the reader of Hamlet's hand in in driving her crazy. Mm-hmm. Because it's Absolutely. not just killing her father, it's the whole bout of him being crazy that like yeah. shoves her. This scene really craziness. gets Ophelia's blood boiling. Mm-hmm. And more, I think, out of frustration because she doesn't know how she's supposed to feel. Is she supposed to be angry about how he's treating her? Have empathy for him because he's going insane. Laugh and be gay because he's trying to tease her and have some loosey-goosey fun as he watches his uncle squirm. Like... I feel bad for the girl because Hamlet really puts her in an awkward situation and she, she doesn't really know does. how to react to it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I understand what you're saying and I think you're coy. I think you're really handsome. You're saying right words to me, but I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I know. I know. She's kind of just like, what are you saying? And I love because there are so many little Shakespeare ways that different people in the play are like, what are you talking about, Hamlet? Right. And I feel like she says it the most. Just like, okay, what are you talking about? Speak it's so to funny me to watch. in a better language because I'm not understanding Right, because I don't saying. know what the hell is going on. And I think this scene, this play scene where he's like, playing with her kind of it, it does both things it you know it convinces her of his insanity and his purpose of revenge and i think you know if it were a more developed relationship between the two it may have encouraged her to help him out of it but i think as it was more of a courtship and not really founded in something not really grounded in something it just makes her mad and upset yeah (laughs) and it makes her feel like all hope is lost like she kind of throws her arms up and she's like okay god save him whereas i feel like if they were married for 30 years there's nothing there's nothing i can do anymore exactly exactly and like if they were married for 30 years i feel like she would have been like let me help you but at this point she's like this guy was flirting with me and now he's crazy so i'm done (laughs) with that cut the ties Um, (laughs) yeah and i i think that's ultimately why he does it is to keep her away from his quest because he's 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 in his mind separated all other feelings from this quest so i feel like he's just putting her off um and or you know he does it because he's literally insane that could i could see that too honestly um he can't process any feeling other than the rage of the moment whatever he's trying to do he ends up successfully putting her off for sure so it's like this may have been an attempt to put her off it may have just been him being annoying um but whatever his intent was he ends up successfully making her annoyed so (laughs) (laughs) he does the job so there's that (laughs) Go Hamlet. (laughs) Uh, Moving forward, next question. Why does Shakespeare have the sweet Ophelia, this poor innocent girl, go mad and commit suicide? Um, What's the deeper meaning here? Mm. Yeah, so I think this is a very interesting question. Is the death of beauty and innocence in a time of turmoil? 
Hamlet goes back and forth between innocence and rage in his monologues. He talks a lot about finding himself. And I think her death begins, like, like Ophelia's death is the beginning portion of the ruthless killing portion of the play. So right. I think once this pure, innocent girl who was wrapped up in not-so-pure-and-innocent stuff, once she dies, it shows, you know, Hamlet has lost all sense of innocence in his brain. Everyone right. is and in this shows, situation. Like, how has innocence lost it. has fallen in innocence has fallen in this play, and now watch out because nobody is safe. Right, exactly. And Ophelia is supposed to be like a great beauty, right? And and mm-hmm. you know, beauty is truth, and truth is beauty. So ultimately, I think truth and all good things die with Ophelia, and then we should just expect the rest of the play to be a lot of just like hateful, like uh, non, like. I don't know how to explain it, like ruthless, just killing. And that's why everyone dies at the end. So I think that's why Shakespeare had her, you know, go mad and commit suicide because it shows true innocence can't be riddled with all of this confusion as she was. It was too much for her. And it's also too much in a moment of, of, you know, trying to find true beauty and philosophy in the world. Like it's a moment of, like trying to mingle with rage and craziness and it just doesn't mix. So that's why, but I don't know what the significance of her killing herself is. I would have to look more into why that is, but I think the reason he had her die was because it's supposed to show, okay, well now all bets are off. Like right. the rage is taking over here. Good luck. Um, the odds be in your yeah. favor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. So um, what do you think, Devin? So the question of whether it was actually a suicide or not will forever be up for debate. I mean, if we're following what Gertrude was told, she climbed into a tree and the branch breaks and she falls into the river and she doesn't realize the danger that she's in because I mean, her dress is getting soaking wet. So she's just like singing still. She's still um, happy and go lucky. But then all of a sudden, I don't even know if I'd call it a suicide. Right. So because some people view it as like some people could be like, no, she was definitely committing suicide. She meant to be up there. She meant to do all this. Um, She was insane. She wanted to end it. Um, And some people are like, no, it was accidental. So I don't really know where to go for there. But regardless, this poor girl really does go off the deep end, Mm -hmm. whether it's grieving. um, Excuse me whether it's a grieving process for her dead father or frustration and distress over her failed relationship with Hamlet, Mm -hmm. there's no debate that she really did lose her marbles. Um, She is not used to thinking for herself, and she always listened to her father and obeys commands. The why to all of this is a much bigger question, though. In my opinion, I think Shakespeare is making a statement about the frailty of the mind here. Ophelia started the play beautiful and full of life and she loses her will to live in this reality. So she creates one of her own in her head. (laughs) Which I think, and and who says it? Laerty says, you know, she's making this this insanity look beautiful almost. Like it's just this tragic loss. And also just like, although she is crazy, she comes in her dress she comes with like flowers and a, and a flower crown she she just looks very beautiful um although she's crazy and in her sing-song yeah. way she she's um 
she's beautiful and she's uh yeah accepting the beauty of craziness i guess right <laughs> so but if you push the mind beyond what it can bear there are dire consequences mm-hmm. he could also be saying something about the purity of women and how hamlet corrupted her innocence in the slaying of her father um so there's a lot of things that could be said about this but right. this is just my opinion in a sense no i think that's a good way to look at it too because you can't overbear an innocent mind you know she just did not have the capability of dealing with the kind of rage and feelings that Hamlet was. Um, and that's something that, you know, I think it, it is the the conflict between absolute rage of the male, of the generic male character and the absolute purity of the traditional female character, you know? So that could also be something that Hamlet was going for. Um, and I, Very I true. looking at it through that lens, I'm not even sure if they would have made it. Even if his father didn't die, the two of them were such opposites. Like Hamlet was all emotion and rage and she was all peace and obeying. And I wonder how it would have went. Me for too. Them. That is so interesting. I, I mm-hmm. wish we would have, I wish I would have thought about that more. Me like, too. <laughs> what if, what if this wasn't going to be a tragedy, but more of a uh, romance play? Like, how would it have played out? Would it have ended in the right, right manner? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but moving on. Why does it take her death to reveal Hamlet's true feelings for Ophelia? So this man really pours his heart out when he finds out that the grave is for Ophelia. He literally dives headfirst into the grave to show his love for this girl. Sort of a Wuthering Heights situation, huh? (laughs) Right. Um, He says, I loved Ophelia. 40,000 brothers could not, with all their quantity of love, make up my son. Like, he's, he's going all out. And he goes on to list several things that he would do to prove the strength of his love for her he literally gets into a brawl with her brother over who loves her more (laughs) and her death wakes him up to reality and pulls him out of his revengeful haze he was too Mm -hmm. focused on his revenge and his anger towards his mother and uncle to take a moment to check in on how his love after he her lover killed her father i know like the thought of how ophelia will feel about him slaying her father and what it could do to her doesn't cross his mind for a second and that infuriates me like he doesn't check in on her he kills her i'm sorry he kills polonius and then he's like well i'll take care of the body but then never i won't take care of ophelia right he he never goes to tell Ophelia like so this happened and i'm sorry how are you doing yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? Um, I originally had just like thought, oh, this is a wake up moment for him. It's a wake up call. But to be true, I think this is the only way Hamlet feels through rage. Like he 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 avent- he wants to avenge his father after his father dies. The only time that he feels any you know sort of responsibility towards Ophelia is when she dies. I feel like. The only way that he can move forward is when he's angry at something, feelings. when he's sad about something. He he seems to have almost like a loss fetish. Like I'm sure if his mother died or something, he wouldn't be calling her a whore anymore. Oh, excuse me. I will say that again. I'm sure <laughs> if his mother died, he wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, you're the worst anymore. He'd be like, I need to avenge my mother. I feel like maybe he just has an imbalance of like, how he should be processing these things. Like he has an unhealthy sort of um, 
inability to to show people love in real life until he's lost them. Like, you know, he, he goes on that list of, oh, I would drink vinegar, I would cut myself, I would do all of these things uh, if Ophelia had died. It's like, why didn't you do them while she was alive? That's my question. Like, why didn't you show her your true love while she was alive? You, you weren't able to. Um, so that's how I feel about that. No, and you're 100% <laughs> right. Like, I don't understand why he's not able to express his true feelings me neither when it comes until it comes to, to the time that's too late like i don't get it mm-hmm. um but moving forward um the age old question do you think hamlet was truly mad or was it just a show yeah no i think he was truly driven mad i, I think <laughs> i think it was for a reasonable reason Though, I think, you know, maybe he wasn't insane. Maybe he was full of ire and he was just sort of like, I can't, I can't, you know, have a level head about these things because I've lost my father. And I think, yes, I think he truly was mad. I think sometimes he over-exaggerated a bit and I think sometimes he was in his right mind. Um, But I think his obsession is how he he was kind of showing that he was crazy. Um, and, And I think... I don't know if I would like call it mad. Like I think he's full of rage, blinding rage. And I think that that's more how I would describe it than like an insanity. Do you know what I mean? What do you think, Dev? So for me, I think it was all an act. However, I think he got so into the act of insanity that he started that he went to insane. have, yeah, he started to have mad tendencies. <laughs> so it was an act at first, but I think he slowly kind of started to develop these tendencies without realizing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of my favorite scenes are when he's teasing Polonius and calling him names just to mess with the dude. <laughs> um, they're just too good not to enjoy, especially in this chaotic play. Yet, his vengeful eyes cause him to act insane even when he's acting, even when he's not acting anymore. Um, right. So that's where I stand. I think he I wasn't, but then he kind of jumped the line in a sense. That's why this is a question because people tend to be confused and not sure how they mm-hmm. feel about it. But um, if I think you guys it also depends on how the character like is played for sure. Um, I think yes. it depends because I've seen um, who did we watch in school that. that um, Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> the Gilderoy Lockhart. Do you know? I forget the actor's name, but he plays Gilderoy Lockhart in Harry Potter. Really? He's the one who plays Hamlet. Yeah, at least that's the version I've seen. And I, I love I think him. I remember watching Mel Gibson's version. Oh, yeah. Maybe. And maybe, maybe. showing how he, like, he actually presented him as being insane, I think. Yeah, another thing is there. this story while really weird, people love this story. Like, they, it has been redone so many times by so many important actors. And it's like, well, why? Well, it's because it, it really gets at this question of rage, insanity, of questioning our being here on this earth. Like, all of these different things. Um, but last question, and the one that... Let's see if this will be the one that we disagree, Devin. <laughs> I, I doubt it. So. I doubt it. <laughs> Do we ship it? Nope. Yeah, me neither. Uh, sorry, Hamlet, old boy, but it's a hard pass. 
Um, you needed to decide Damn whether that. you wanted happiness with Ophelia or to avenge your father with your rage. Mm -hmm. You brought this sweet and innocent girl to the brink and left her there to fight for herself. Right. And I'm not impressed, my dude. Nah, um, me neither. Like, you maybe don't it's this whole thing. You don't deserve to die. I don't think he deserves to die, but you do yeah. deserve to live unhappily for ruining her. Yes, he really freaking does. Um, I think, you know, same no, obviously. Maybe if this whole thing didn't happen the way it did, ultimately turning him crazy, there would be something different. I'd be interested to talk about it. I doubt that they would work out well. Um, but his craziness just made her crazy. He had a hand in ruining this girl's life. And then that's, that's she a sad, killed herself. That's a sad thing. It's horrible. And the whole thing just wasn't good. They were not healthy healthy for one another at all. And obviously, that's why, like, like I, I don't know whether or not I can, you know, make a judgment on Hamlet's feelings towards his uncle. But I can for certainly say the way he handled his relationship with Ophelia was complete and utter BS. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, I don't care about the other people that have died. Um Polonius, I don't her, care about like, the other people. Polonius, Hamlet, Laertes, yep. uh, they all Claudius, Gertrude. Like I don't care that they died. She was the only I one who care. did not deserve it. Yeah, I do care that someone who was not involved in this at all got um, went mad and was killed. Like I, I, I that that infuriates me that someone that didn't deserve to die died. Yep. So no, Hamlet, you jerk. Bad Hamlet. <laughs> bad omelet. <laughs> bad omelet. Alright. Omelet. Uh, and with that, it's time to read some reader comments. We have a comment here from Megan. Thank you for taking the time to send in your comment, Megan. We love hearing from you all. And she says, Definitely not to be. This relationship is the epitome of unhealthy. I think Hamlet would have driven Ophelia mad no matter what he was going through, honestly. <laughs> so Megan believes it was bound to happen regardless. Yes. They were both meant to be insane. <laughs> I, I think I agree, Megan. <laughs> Ophelia was too perfect and pure, and I don't think Hamlet deserves her. Truth. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. He was too obsessed with revenge to notice the incredible girl he had doting on him the whole time. It's very true. Could not freaking agree more. Literally, Ophelia was the picture of beauty and health, or not health, the picture of beauty and pureness, and Hamlet destroyed it. So well done, well done, Hamlet, and well thank done. you, Megan, for pointing that out. <laughs> thank you. Um, and now, the moment you've all been waiting for on a weekly basis, the announcement of our next episode. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Okay. <laughs> On Got our it. next episode, we will be taking it back to the good old Pawnee, Indiana. Pawnee. Any guesses? I think they know. That's right. <laughs> this time we are discussing the power couple Ben Wyatt and Leslie Nope from Parks and Recreation. Oh, I can't wait. I literally find out each week that I just love each couple more. Than <laughs> um, <laughs> but Hamlet, uh, you know, was one of my favorite Shakespeare plays. No, and no, Parks no, no. and Rec is, listen, and oh, Parks and Rec <laughs> is one of my favorite shows. So... Let's just uh, let's go there with me just having a favorite every single week, Devin. <laughs> it's really true. <laughs> but if you're this interested, this one's my favorite, and this one's my favorite. Literally, I but am such. But again, we go back to this is the reason why we're choosing these ones because they exactly, are all our they're favorites. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So if you guys are interested in sending in comments, please email us at weshipitpodcast at gmail .com or find us on social media where we're informing you on all things we ship it and more. Yes, and don't forget to visit our website, 
www.weshipitpodcast.wixsite.com slash we ship it. Um, we are so thankful to all of you for listening on your favorite streaming service or through our YouTube channel. And we would love to hear from you either to join for our future podcast as a guest reader or to send in your thoughts as a featured commenter. Yes, we'd love to hear from you guys. And if you guys are inspired by the podcast, please rate and follow our podcast. We would love to keep in touch with mm-hmm. you guys and let us know or let you know what we're going to be doing in the future. So thank you so, so much for listening. Um, you guys make our entire lives. Thank you. <laughs> um, but join us next week when we discuss whether Ben and Leslie are to be or not to be. 